Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Engaging in Teaching and Learning, a podcast produced by the Virtual Learning Lounge, a network of online resources focused on teaching and learning at Las Cruces Public Schools. Through our interviews with LCPS staff, we want to celebrate what's happening in our district and learn more about how we can support all learners. I am your host, Jesse Perio, and co-hosting with me today is Jeanette Covarubio. Welcome, Jeanette, and thank you again for those of you who our regular listeners, you know that Jeanette's been on the show with me before. So as always, I appreciate her help um, as the elementary perspective. So welcome, Jeanette. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you for having me here today. Um, along with these dedicated first year teachers, it's going to be an exciting conversation and I cannot wait to jump in. Today here with us, we have Amber Ortiz, Alana Perry, and Amy Gonzalez. So can we go ahead and just have you guys start by introducing yourselves, telling us where you teach and what you teach? I can start. Um, so my name is Amy Gonzalez and I teach fifth grade at Alameda Elementary. Uh, my name is Alana Perry and I teach uh, special education sixth and seventh grade at Picacho Middle. My name is Amber Ortiz and I teach at Las Cruces High School. I teach nutrition and culinary classes, so it's kind of diverse, but usually like ninth and 10th graders. Awesome. Thank you, ladies, for those introductions. Well, today's episode is all about the experiences of first-year teachers in the remote learning setting. So we're going to first dive into some celebrations and challenges that you have faced during your first year and how you persevered through them. So... What were your initial thoughts when you found out your first year would be in a remote learning setting? So for me, um, teaching fifth grade, I was really overwhelmed because just the thought of having to get fifth graders on Zoom and having them work in Canvas was really overwhelming at first. Um, I had some experience. I started teaching in January of last year, and then that got cut short due to the pandemic. So um, having to kind of start a new routine online when I was still learning what was what it was like in the classroom was really difficult, but um, I had a really strong team and our staff at Alameda has been um, awesome. And then I have a great relationship with the families who have, you know, worked together with me and my kiddos have been awesome about it. So uh, we overcame it and we're overcoming the challenges that we still face every day. Yeah, I had um, a similar experience. I've taught before. So last year, my year was cut short as well. Um, and it was, I'm glad that I had a little bit of experience before having to start off this year, especially because this is my first year in special ed. Um, so that has been really difficult for me to try and figure out how to teach special ed while also being remote and not having someone, you know, there to help me the whole time. Um, but I think it's been really awesome watching the kids because you've seen, you know, that first month where you know, they don't know how to get on Zoom. They don't know what their schedule is. They don't know if they're in the right class. And then now there's been such a big um, improvement in where they are. You know, there's kids that are telling me their schedules already like for, oh yeah, I know I have this class now this semester. It's gonna be at this time on this day. And it's been really cool watching like their grades go up too and their engagement go up because they've gotten so much more comfortable. And that's been really fun to watch them just kind of get more comfortable with being in this very strange, different, hopefully never again um, situation. 
I think one of the hardest things for me, um, since this is my first year teaching, I had last year my um, student teaching at the same school, so that was great. But I think the hardest thing is I don't really have a strong relationship with some of the students because I haven't seen them in person, like ever face to face. So that's like really hard for me, but I feel like they are slowly kind of getting more familiar with me just by coming to Zooms and stuff like that. And I think this semester is a lot better than the first one. So I'm just hoping for next fall will be a little bit better. And Amy and Alana, I find that interesting that, so you all had one, one semester pretty much or part of a semester kind of quote unquote normal. I would almost think that that would have made it even more challenging. Like you were just getting up and going. Um, exactly. Um, for me, I, you know, I started in January. And so I think the pandemic hit in March is when we closed schools. But so I was only a couple months in and I still didn't even have a classroom like set routine. You know, I was still learning all those things. I was still learning um, just like the wording for things like what's the CM? It was a collaboration meeting and I'd had no idea, but I was going to CMs. So I was kind of like a chicken with my head cut off and then finding out that I had to be remote was like, what? I don't even know what's going on in the classroom, let alone online. Um, so that's why it was so overwhelming. But I just kind of reminded myself that I, I can't control it and I'm, I can only control what I can control. Um, so I just kind of took one thing at a time and here we are. <laughs> I had, um, this is my third year actually. Um, so I, I had taught history, language arts and science. They just kept giving me different subjects. Um, but this has been my first year in special ed. So I, I have that experience of being in the classroom, which I think has helped a little bit moving onto virtual because I've learned how to make those relationships very quickly. So I know what the kids are responding to. So I'm just having to be a lot more animated and honestly, a little bit more annoying um, when I'm on Zoom trying to like really get their attention and like really hype them up if they answer a question, like throwing my arms up in the air and dancing around. And um, I think that's really helped And having just, I guess, like a couple of years of being normal, I guess, or whatever normal was, um, helps me kind of just navigate this a little bit better. And I had had experience with Canvas, which was really great. I was so thankful that both of my school systems that I've been with have used Canvas. Otherwise I would be running around the chicken with my head cut off. So um, it's, yeah, it's it's been challenging, but like I said, there's been a lot of really, really good things that you can see from being, you know, that first, you know, couple days and couple months to here. And especially, you know, last year when the kids were like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just kind of going to throw my arms up and say, it's the end of the year or whatever. And having them come in this year and, just have a totally different mindset of like, okay, I'm going to do this. This is what we got. This is what we got to work with. And I'm going to do my best at this. And I think the kids have gotten a lot more mature and self-sufficient at this point because they have had to do this for so long. And it's just, I, I just love seeing it because that's one thing that I think in my years, you know, the kids rely on their parents and their teachers so much. And now they have to rely on themselves a lot more. And I've loved getting to see them kind of mature in their education a lot better. Awesome. And that's, you kind of transitioned right into what I was going to ask. So I'll ask Amber and Amy to kind of, you know, overwhelmed overall, but can you give like maybe a specific challenge that you had that you overcame? And then kind of like Alana just gave us a pretty specific celebration on those, like a specific challenge, how you overcame it, and then what you can celebrate now looking back on your experience thus far? 
I feel like one challenge I've had is um, with Zoom, just kind of requiring some students to show their faces, be active and stuff like that. They're probably like, well, who's this lady? Like she's new, you know what I mean? Like they don't even know who I am. But I feel like when I, I just make myself a little bit more comfortable with them, I loosen up and they're like, oh, okay. Like they feel more familiar too or more comfortable. And I feel like that's um, just like a little baby challenge that I've overcame because I realized, oh, now I have like 20 kids in my Zoom versus at the beginning, only like five. And now a lot of them are showing their face. I feel like they're starting to warm up. So hopefully by next year, they'll already know a little bit more about me and stuff like that. For me, um, I don't really have like a specific hard challenge. Um, kind of like Alana said, I had experience with Canvas. So luckily that I'm sure that would have been my biggest challenge. Um, but I think just consistently, like even still, you know, day in and day out, um, having kids want to be there, keeping them engaged to the screen. Um, I, I'm taking classes myself right now for my master's. So I couldn't imagine fifth graders or any, any grade, honestly, in high school, having to learn through a screen like that. Um, so just trying to consistently find new ways to keep them wanting to be there and be engaged and get that consistent um, attendance from them is what I'm still struggling with. But kind of like we've talked about, it's been really cool to see the ones that do come that are so excited to be there and they really look forward to it. Um, you know, they look forward to seeing each other and hanging out. And that's what I love to see is just how they, they crave those social interactions. And so I try to create that as much as possible because um, they really miss that. And so it's been, it's been awesome getting to know them and hanging out with them for sure. Cool. Thank you. That's great. Um, so in talking and reflecting about the challenges that you faced, what are some strategies or routines that you guys have implemented that have helped you, quote, survive your first year of remote learning? Um, so for me, I would say I, I usually always try to start every Zoom with some sort of, some sort of like social emotional activity, whether it's would you rather questions, um, just like I said before, getting them excited to be there and wanting to be there. Um, I think that really went a long way because now they're willing to buy into lessons and buy into submitting assignments and, you know, just making things a competitive and fun atmosphere like they would usually have in a classroom um, gets them more motivated to, you know, submit their assignments, participate and actively participate. Um, so I think just kind of spending that extra time in the beginning with them really has paid off um, in the long run. And I think I'll bring that into the classroom with me too. Yeah, I would say um, I have something pretty similar because, um, I mean, it would be really easy to hop on Zoom, do your lesson and say goodbye to the kids and not think about them because, you know, you're not interacting with them as much. But what so what I found so in the beginning of the year, I had pretty low attendance. The kids weren't showing up um, and I started taking the time to kind of just if I noticed that like they weren't responding as much or they were, you know, their cameras were off and they weren't doing anything. I would take a second and take like five, 10 minutes and just talk about, I remember at Christmas, we're like, all right, guys, what'd you get for Christmas? All right, guys, um, what was your favorite thing you did over the weekend? Um, is PS4 better than Xbox? Like we would take the time to like actually talk about like regular everyday things and it would get them talking. Then I'd be like, okay, so what was number three? And it would be like, oh, there was this. And I think it's taking that time to talk to them about regular things and about their lives and take an interest in what they do yeah, like show me your dog. I really want to see your dog um, just for a few minutes. And it gets them to know a bit more about you because if you're a PS4 person versus Xbox, you know, they'll talk to you about that. 
If you have a really cute dog, they'll talk to you about that for a couple minutes. And it gets them wanting to come back into the classroom because they know that you're a real person. They know that you're kind of cool, maybe, I don't know. Um, and it gets them, it makes them, it gives them that um, social aspect that they probably aren't getting right now. Cause that's the biggest thing that the kids are talking about is that, oh, they don't get to hang out with their friends and they don't get to talk to the kids in the class. So I make sure to try and make time for that. So they're not just getting the kind of boring, you know, school stuff just nonstop. They have time to talk to each other and interact like they would in a classroom. Which system is better, Alana? <laughs> I'm a PS4 person, personally. <laughs> uh, we have both, but I, I'm PS4. I think the graphics are better, but gotcha. we'll talk about that later. <laughs> One strategy that I think that I'll take with me for next year, um, I realized that messaging the kids one-on-one, -on -one, like if I notice they're not coming to Zoom or their grade's really low, I can be like, hey, like, how can I help you out? I think that's helped me build relationships and it really encourages them because like, hey, this teacher actually cares about me. Like they want me in Zoom. They want to see me. And I feel like that's helped me a lot. And then also specifically with like my culinary and nutrition classes, it's hard this year because we can't really be as hands-on as we like previously could. So some other things I've done is offered like extra credit points for certain people if they want to do a hands-on recipe and actually do it. And if the kids don't have the supplies, it's okay. Like you can um, do the alternative assignment. So no one's getting penalized, but again, we still have an option to try to be hands-on and still get the same information out there. And then also breakout rooms has really helped people too. Oh yeah. yeah. That's great. So one thing I hear everyone saying is that it's super important to get to know all of your students, their needs, their strengths, and building those relationships with them. So I've heard that from all three of you, and I, I can't agree more. I think um, once you build those relationships, the engagement piece just skyrockets. So um, now's a, our shout out time. It, was there a particular individual who you'd like to give credit to that helped you or inspired you? Um, helped you manage the demands of this year. And I, I'm sure, I'm hoping each one of you can, can think of somebody and, and just kind of talk a little bit about how, you know, what they did to, to help you or inspire you or be a support person for you. For me, um, I don't have like one specific person. I think everyone has played their part in this. Um, but I think the people that I've kind of relied on the most is my team, my fifth grade team um, and our admin, especially because when they have their stuff together and they're organized and they make us feel calm, it gives us that sense of like, okay, we got this. And so um, following that is super easy, but also having a team that I can rely on and work together with has been huge. Like we can bounce ideas off each other. Sometimes we just vent and that's the biggest thing that we needed sometimes and we didn't even know it. Um, so that, but also just like, you know, us all working together and sharing our experiences um, and also just kind of saying, hey, you can try this instead, or I've done this, so you can, you know, implement that. And um, that's probably gone the longest way. And that's kind of what, what keeps me sane during this time for sure. I have a lot of people. Um, so one of my assistant principals, Miss Montoya, and um, my SPED lead, uh, Miss Peckham, at the beginning of the year, like I said, this is my first year in special ed, and I think I had a meltdown at least once a week, and I would email them, be like, I have no idea what's going on, I'm so scared, please help me, and they would sit with me for anywhere from like an hour to two hours, like once a week, and walk me through absolutely everything, 
And I know I don't have the time to spend two hours with, you know, someone else and they would take any time they'd be okay, we can, we can get on Zoom right now. We can get on Zoom in 10 minutes and they would take as long as I needed with me. And that was incredible because if it wasn't for them, I don't know if I would have any grasp at all on what I was doing. Cause it's really hard to learn something completely different when you're virtual and you don't have someone over your shoulder helping you. Um, another person is um, one of the teachers that I work with, Miss Bennett. She's one of the people that I vent to probably the most. Um, I co-teach with her and I'll get on to her Zoom probably 10 minutes early and I'll stay 10 minutes late with her and we just will talk and talk and talk. And she's been like a big, like she cheers me up so much. I don't even think she knows she does it. Um, but just someone to talk to and just kind of vent about teacher things or even just life things. She's She's been awesome. Um, and of course my mentor, she's really great. She even almost gave me a puppy. So she's really great. Um, and she's been super helpful with keeping me, you know, cheered up and sending me videos on how to fill out certain forms and how to do X, Y, Z and taking the time instead of just texting me like, do this, she'll take the time to make an entire video about it and send it to me so I don't miss anything. So everyone here has been incredible and I would not be where I am right now if it wasn't for them. And who is your mentor? Jolene Munoz. Gotcha, thank you. So everyone at Las Cruces High School has been great. All the admins, super helpful. Jesse Perio knows that I'll call him with like a Canvas problem, any like tech problem. I always go to him because I know so it's so hard online and I like with Zoom, there's always glitches or Canvas, stuff like that. So he's been super great. And then um, some teachers in V-Wing that I would like to shout out would be Jesse Goody. And she was my student teacher from 2019. So she's still a mentor to me. She's always there to help me with anything, even though we're like different um, subjects now. And then Anita Cummings has been there for everything. She helps me from just like doing a purchase order because that's all new to me. And then just organizing our classroom inventory. And then she's just there to talk too. So, so thank you everyone. Thank you, Amber. Yeah, it's always super important to acknowledge who who played that role in your life throughout your educational journey and how they impacted it. Um, I know I always reach out to my mentor teacher from 15 years ago and I'm always asking her for advice still. And so I always take the time to appreciate those people and I'm glad that you guys do that as well. So what would be one takeaway from this year that you'll never forget? Um, I'm going to have to say, since I've had a little bit of experience in the classroom, um, when those days feel long and my feet are hurting because I've been on my feet all day and I've been pulled in tons of different directions by different kids, um, I won't ever take that for granted. Um, just seeing each other like through the screen is, it's boring, it sucks, it's hard. Um, so I will take those tired days 10 out of 10 before these days for sure. Um, and then just also the importance of like checking in on people. Um, I think this year, whether educational in the school setting or not, um, it's really taught me to check in on people and just kind of see how they're doing. And um, you just never know, you never know. Um, and so just keeping up those relationships and constantly, um, like I said, checking in and um, just making sure that your people and your students are all good and um, taking that time to do so. I would agree. Um, I've, 
I've even told like my friends and my husband that I sit at home and fantasize about doing projects and all these things that I just want to be back in the classroom for so bad. Like I was thinking like, God, I remember when I would be standing up, my back would be hurting or I didn't get to go to the bathroom yet today or I ate Starburst for lunch. And I would do anything to have Starburst for lunch again and be able to be in the classroom again with these kids because that was my favorite part of my day was just getting to talk to them and have that relationship with them. And it's so hard to do that through here. And that's one thing that I, I, I literally cannot wait to get back into the classroom and just have some normalcy again and be able to be with them. Um, the other thing I would definitely say is that these kids can do so much more than we give them credit for sometimes. I have been absolutely amazed by what some of my kids have been doing. Um, and I think we, they've always said that that uncomfortable feeling is when that's when you grow. And I think we've all been really uncomfortable and we've all been in a really hard place during this time. And, um, and um, I think if you let the kids be a little uncomfortable and be forced to make that growth, they're going to do so much. And I think that's one thing that I will definitely take away that these kids can do more. They've been pushed this whole year. And if we just keep pushing them there, there's no tell where they'll be. So they can do a lot more. I think one thing that I learned this year is that every day is a new day and not to be so hard on myself and that I can learn something new every day as well. Um, and then there's also like a lot of mentors that can help me too if I ever do struggle with something. And also just to make sure that every day when I do my Zooms or my live classrooms that I'm always having a positive, safe environment for the kids to go. And I think that's really important. I think that's awesome. As, as you all answered that last question, I just found myself like reflecting. And I, I really think that our listeners, when they listen to this show, are going to like take, like you just prompted them to reflect on you know, how things used to be, how things are, how, you know, what we miss. Um, and it's going to make, I think, everybody's experience when we come back that much more like fulfilling and stronger. So thank you for those those comments because you really had me even reflecting like doing duty during lunch like I'm looking forward to it now like before it was like oh great now it's I can't wait <laughs> so yeah I agree with you Jesse um hearing these ladies definitely made me reflect too and I just have to say that being an educator is never without its struggles but going through those struggles is what makes us stronger and better every single year so just keep it up ladies you guys are doing an amazing an amazing job I agree. Thank you. And I, um, you are doing an amazing job because I specifically reached out to several administrators throughout the district, not just your three schools, but um, until I found the administrator say like, yes, this is a first year teacher and she is killing it. Like she is doing an awesome job. And um, so I know Alana, like this isn't necessarily your first year, but your first year doing SPED. So it is your first year. Let's, let's face it. So you all are doing an amazing job. Your administrators are, are saying that. So thank you for all that you do for our kiddos in the district. And, and thank you again for taking time out of your day today to be with us um, and to, to share your, your first year teaching remotely experience. So, and, and to you listeners, we wanna thank you as always for joining us today. We look forward to listener feedback on today's show. Please follow us on BL2LCPS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And please share feedback on today's episode and any ideas for future episodes on either our social media platforms 
or at bl2 at lcps.net. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.